Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, we're back after taking a week hiatus due to some family stuff. But it is I'm very, very thrilled to be here with you today. Uh, folks, we have an outstanding show for you. Uh, Crazy Lou Gaming is here. Uh, he had to step away because he had to reset his stuff, but he'll be back momentarily. Uh, folks, we're going to open up about what we're playing, something we haven't done in a long time. And I have to talk about Gotham Knights, which you're going to see on your screen. And my God, ladies and gentlemen, I am so enjoying this game, considering the controversy that it launched with with 30 frames per second being the, the 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 deal breaker for many. I'm here to tell you that if you are a fan of Batman, if you are a fan of the Court of Owls story, if you are a fan of action open world games that give you a lot to do, um, I got to tell you, I, I think this is something that's going to be right up your alley. Uh, it is absolutely phenomenal. But uh, Web Dave, what's going on, brother? You're messing with your new device you just got. How are you? How are you feeling? <laughs> Oh man, I have my camera on when I'm doing it. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. I'm doing great, man. I'm doing really good. It's gonna be a good day. We're here to we're here to get into it. And uh oh my god, you think you know, oh it'll probably be a slow Monday. <laughs> Whatever, man. We are loaded and ready for bear, man. Let's let's do it. Lou's here, fuzzy's here, you're here. I'm hungry. Let's eat the McRib. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know what? I, all jokes aside, we are going to open up with some uh some uh, a huge rumor that popped up yesterday uh that has a lot of people talking in the community wondering whether or not uh, it's uh it's true but if it is uh you know again we'll break that down we're going to talk about um mobile for xbox uh is has my prediction of xbox game pass for mobile is it becoming a reality folks i seem to think so um uh, based on with the new report that we have uh from the likes of jez corden uh, and several others within the industry Microsoft is doubling down on a whole new section of Xbox for mobile based on the proposed $70 billion acquisition of Activision, Blizzard, and more importantly, King. And folks, I got to tell you, if they could find a way to get involved in mobile, uh, I think it's going to be great for the industry, considering that right now mobile is dominated by only two houses that is of course the house of apple and google and if microsoft can get in there and use what they've learned from xbox game pass and drop i don't know uh, a new a new uh, service in the form of xbox game pass for mobile for something like 4.99 a month not only are they going to make bank but they are going to be a player and with that kind of money coming in on a monthly basis folks you know what that means that means more studios that means more acquisitions that means more games for you in xbox game pass and at the end of the day we are all wieners so to speak but fuzzy belvedere how are you brother welcome back oh, i'm doing great great to be here man it's just so much stuff going on in the uh the gaming space as far as rumors it's what Sony's doing, stuff that you know we know that Xbox is doing and, and working on. So so ready to talk about it. And man, uh there's so many great games. I, I know you're up there playing Gotham Knights and everything. Modern Warfare, if if you have I've played I've played about it, three or four hours of it. It's phenomenal, dude. Yes. It's, 
<laughs> really good. Really Definitely worth really picking up this good. go around. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, man, uh, one of the things that sometimes gets lost in, in, in our lives personally or in podcasting is games, which, which we are really here to talk about because we play games. That's what we do. And I got to tell you, man, just on the Xbox side, uh, it has just been overwhelming. It has been a plethora of games. I mean, you have um, uh, P5 that just dropped. Uh, mm-hmm. You also have um, A Plague's Tale 2. You got Batman. You, you got Modern Warfare. I'm still playing Proteus. There are so many games to play. It's crazy that I literally, like I said, for me, everything has taken a backseat to uh, to Art Gotham Knights. I, I gotta tell you, man, I'm having so much fun. But Crazy Lou Gaming, you're back, brother. Welcome. How you feeling? Oh, man. Happy to be here. Happy to be back hanging out with you guys, man. And Oh, man. Lots of spicy things to talk about today. I cannot wait, especially that rumor that just dropped in yesterday. <laughs> it's going to be one interesting show today, Mr. Boom. We're going to have a lot. It of certainly fun. is. It certainly is. You know what? Let, let, let's rip the bandaid off, folks. Let's get right into what yes. we're here to talk about. Uh, yesterday, uh, midday, uh, a Twitter member by the name of Lumberjack Ray. Uh, dropped, um, uh, I, I would I call it an A bomb, if you will, regarding PlayStation. Now he is what uh, some would consider to be a leaker. Uh, I don't know if he's an industry insider, but uh, he is someone that had uh, dropped something that was incredibly interesting, and he simply says this, and this, and again, this was brought to my attention by Xbox underscore Sirius underscore XS on Twitter. Uh, he is a huge Xbox uh, fan as well as poster on the service. And Lumberjack Ray simply said this. So the acquisition that I talked about a few months back seems to be set for next week. And he's talking about PlayStation. So, of course, I had to respond. And I simply said, well, holy shit, PlayStation making another acquisition to add to PlayStation Studios. What a concept, ladies and gentlemen. It's incredibly hypocritical considering how they lie to regulators regarding the Activision Blizzard. Now, this acquisition from Sony is supposed to be adding more studios or even a publisher to uh, to PlayStation Studios or PlayStation Game Studios. And listen, you know, consolidation is a a term nowadays that some people like and some people dislike. People feel that the industry is closing in on itself. And I'm here to tell you that that is not even true. Uh, the reason why these these companies are consolidating smaller into bigger is because it's becoming more and more cost uh, adverse to keep making games that cost a studio like Sony, you know, a hundred million dollars to make a game. Uh, so the more that they get studios that are going to be tightly working with them, the better they can spend their money. But ladies and gentlemen, why this is a story? Why? This is even a conversation today is because how hard has Sony been fighting the good fight or the bad fight, if you will, against Microsoft's acquisition of Activision King Blizzard. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is a big deal. It's a 70 billion dollar deal. And Sony seems to be the only one that has a problem with it. But wow. Talk about hypocritical. Let's go first to Web Dave on this. Web Dave, when you heard that Sony might be making 
an acquisition, maybe it's the Square Enix acquisition. Mm-hmm. What does that really say to you about how they have lied to regulators around the world regarding how damaging Microsoft would be if they got control of Call of Duty? Well, you know, from their viewpoint, uh, they're not lying. They're just pointing out the, how it'll hurt them. Yeah, yeah. But it's not about them. It's about the consumer. And that's what the uh, ZMA should be worried about. That's what all the regulators are supposed to be worried about. And uh, in the long run, hopefully this will all go through. But uh, to tell you, the, you know, is it hypocritical? Yes. <laughs> Obviously. It's, uh, you know, but um, I, I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping they do it. For the simple fact that, you know, whatever it is, pull the trigger. Let's get it behind them because that way, if there is any kind of, um, you know, let's not let's not let the ABK deal go through. Then you will everybody be like, uh, hello, wake up, McFly, you know, because it's basically going to just be, a, a, you know, a smack in the face. And, and, and I think that if this does go through, maybe maybe that'll make them like. All right, cool. Well, I guess if they're going to continue to buy stuff too, we'll just let this go. So, and of course, it depends on who they're acquiring. If it's just studios, they might be able to get that through pretty quick. But if they're buying a publisher like Square, then it may actually, you know, have to go through some regulatory <laughs> concerns and looks through the hourglass. Even if it's not as big as the Microsoft deal, um, it's still going to probably have to be looked at by the CMA and all these other entities. So let's see what happens when that's on their table as well. Well, you know, I have a, uh, I was talking about this in the green room before we went live. Uh, I am, I'm at two mindsets here. Um, Mm -hmm. One of which is the most obvious. And that is that Sony is arrogant. Uh, Sony (laughs) is arrogant. They are bullish. They seem to not care about anyone but themselves. They certainly do not have, uh, concern for the industry at large the way Microsoft was. Like, if you ever listen to Jim Ryan, not only is he a boob, but he is not a great speaker. And But when he speaks, instead of speaking about the industry at large, meaning his peers, meaning other companies, he talks about Sony and PlayStation and how his fans are not enough, which is why I cannot believe he's put on this high, very, very, very high pedestal. But if you've ever listened... To Phil Spencer speak about Xbox, when these kind of transactions happen, he talks about the industry at large, making sure that everyone is doing well. And let's, let's, not, let, let, let's not be ridiculous here. Every one of these companies, even though they're down, are making money hand over fist. Okay, so let's not feel bad for the billion dollar companies They're all making money. But at the end of the day, the one that is standing true, making sure that the fans, us, the customers, are given opportunities to be a part of the conversation in gaming is not Sony. It's Microsoft. And I say that because Xbox Game Pass is a thing. Again, I always talk about this, and I try to bring this up in as many live streams as I do. The human element is, is, is a conversation that is left out more times than not. And when I talk about the human element, I don't think that you have to have six-figure salary to enjoy gaming, okay? I don't think that you have to have two cars and a giant mansion to enjoy the spoils of what gaming offers everyone. Gaming is for everyone. That's what Microsoft pushes 
And that's why this ABK deal is so important because what's going to happen is the consumers like us, someone like me, who is retired, who has a set salary that comes in on a monthly basis, I don't have money to throw around like I used to because I don't work overtime anymore. So I have to be a bit more frugal about my purchases. But Xbox Game Pass gives me an opportunity to still be a part of the bigger question, uh, the bigger conversation, if you will. Fuzzy, I, I want to go to you on this. Mm-hmm. Um, again, getting back to my two mind, my two mindsets, besides Sony being ballsy, maybe they're on the other side of it and says, you know what? F it. We, we can't beat this deal. We know what's going to go through. So you know what? Square Enix is there before Tencent or someone else jumps on it. We have to make this official. We have to put the ring on it. Are, is that where they go next? And 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 is there anything to this rumor? I, I think there's something to the rumor. I, we know that Sony's been working as well in the background, trying to acquire some studios, not on as grand of a scale in comparison to Microsoft, where it's a whole publisher. But I, I think Square is on on the radar and. Not, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if CD Projekt Red isn't on the radar as well. But it's it's almost like they're doing magic tricks, you know, a sleight of hand. It's like, oh, we're we're weak over here. Pay attention to us and and make sure that this deal doesn't go through. All the while, they're picking your pocket. <laughs> well, they're not really picking your pocket, but they're they're doing the stuff that they're warning that Microsoft is going to do on the back end of things, you know, trying to make sure that you know if well in their eyes they it's a matter of when this ABK deal goes through. It's not a matter of if anymore. Um, They want to make sure that they at least have something, not necessarily to be a direct counter, but something to at least keep the lights. Well, I won't say keep the lights on either because they're not in jeopardy of going bankrupt, but it, it, they want to make sure. They're down. They're down almost 50%. So they're, they're they're like 46% down all year over year. If you compare Mm -hmm. to 2022 to 2021, that is a monster drop. Oh yeah. I think their stock is currently sitting at, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like um, $67, $66 a share, something like that. Yeah, it's their, not their great. share price is around the same price as Activision. Exactly. I mean, they're worth more than Activision, but share price, I mean, you know, I think it's one of those things where they don't want to be a target of Amazon or Apple. Like I, I had talked about this before where I, I honestly think some of these bigger companies might be looking at Sony as mm-hmm. a, a target for acquisition. But I, I think the big thing now is they want to make sure that they acquire the studios that they need or that they feel that they need for their subscription service and to kind of weather the storm of, you know, the flood of games that are going to be coming through uh, first party for game pass and things. So they, they want to make sure they at least have, you know, they may not have as many, you know, games in development at this current moment, but they at least kind of space them out and, 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 Make sure that they have a well-rounded catalog overall, and not just their their normal, you know, over-the-shoulder third-person, you know, story-driven narrative perspective type stuff. I, I think they they want to go above that and above games as a service. So, them acquiring Square, I, I think it's on on the to-do list if it's not already a thing. Um, CD Projekt Red is is that like. I wouldn't say that checkmate move, but it's it's kind of like a more like a check block move, I guess you could say. Instead of letting uh, you know Microsoft get all of the, I guess you could say Western uh, RPG, you know, powerhouses, you know, them trying to acquire CD Projekt Red would be like kind of that counter to at least take one of the tent poles that are still out there on the market away from 
you know, Microsoft's, you know, dinner plate per se. But yeah, it's definitely a ballsy move, but I, I think they're just doing a sleight of hand. They, they're going to talk the talk that they're, you know, hurting and this is bad for gaming and this will hurt their number one position. But all the while, they're still trying their best to make the moves that they, they can and, and need to make, you know, to, to keep their brand, you know, in number one as, as long as that they can. So that, that's that's basically what it is. Ballsy, hey. yes. <laughs> Okay. Fuzzy, when you when you said that, that just reminded me of uh, of like uh, Microsoft. You know, should maybe be the one since they have the most money to to gobble up Sony. We know it'll never ever happen, but boy, it'd be so funny. I just I just imagine popped in my head from uh, Austin Powers, a fat bastard. Get in my, my belly. belly. In my belly. I love it. That's good stuff. Oh um, man, it would be awesome. Yeah. Well. Uh, it's it's an interesting conversation. And again, folks, this is a rumor. Now, I just want to I want to kind of just get, get a few things straight here. This is a rumor. Uh, no one is actually reporting on this. I, I again, I just I'm just learning of lumberjack Ray. Uh, yeah, it's definitely speculation town. Uh, you know, and again, there, there were a few people that came up came uh, came up against this rumor where they called him a BSer. Um, and, uh, again, I, I can't agree or disagree cause I, I, I'm just finding out about this, you know, industry leaker for the first time since this was put out there. Uh, but he did respond specifically to someone that reached uh, that, that did, uh, suggest that he doesn't, he doesn't get these things right. And this is what he had to say, which I thought was interesting, uh, crazy. He says, yeah, you're right. Two, two to three years ago, I never got anything right. Thankfully now with two state of plays, Two acquisitions and five game announcements right within uh, with correct in, within the last 12 months. I got my track, my track record to shoot straight up. I definitely cut those that were wrong out of the picture. Now, if he is to be believed, and again, folks, I am not saying that he's not or he is. This is a rumor. I thought it was worthy of a conversation because if right now acquisitions is all the rage, mm-hmm. if, if in fact Crazy Lou... He got two state of plays correct, two acquisitions correct, and five game announcements correct. I got to be honest with you, in a 12-month span, that's pretty good. My question to you is, is what he's saying believable? Is Sony that arrogant that they're going to go out even after scrutinizing this deal? Jim Ryan flying here, there, and everywhere to try and put the kibosh. And whether it's actually stop the deal or slow it up so Sony can re- react to what happens after 2024. Because I got to be honest with you, folks. If I'm Microsoft, if I'm Microsoft right now, seeing how nasty Sony has treated us, the relationship between Microsoft and, and, and PlayStation is broken. And I don't think it ever gets fixed. And I'm going to be honest. Jim Ryan spat in the face of uh, Phil Spencer publicly when he said the deal was inadequate. I personally, if this deal goes through with no concessions, and a lot of people think that is what's going to happen, especially in phase two, I personally do not offer that deal after 2024. I let the deal ride out, and after that, it's it's Microsoft's prop, uh, property. I don't even offer the deal to Jim Ryan because what is he going to do? Is Jim is, is Jimmy Boy going to tuck his tail between his legs and come back and say, hi, sir, can I have some more? No, he's probably not even going to mention it. And if I was Microsoft, I wouldn't even offer that deal uh, after the way that they have behaved and reacted. But let's get back to the, the conversation at hand, Crazy Lou. 
Is this story believable? Oh, it, it can't be believable. Why not? Because, I mean, Sony has been purchasing a lot of studios while everything has been going on. I mean, when was it? This, this year they purchased how much? Like five or six of them probably in total? Well, in the last 18 months, they've, yeah. they've, they've acquired eight in total. Oh, okay. I was close then. Eight studios in total. That's a lot. So here's the thing, though. Are they going to continue purchasing? Yes, they're going to continue purchasing. Is it going to happen now? I don't know. But if it does, man, that's going to be not a good thing on their side because that's going to give up more ammunition on the whole abk deal to microsoft you know they're going to say right there hey they just purchased this and why don't you all let us purchase this you know so it's insane that they're going to go ahead and say hey, all right let me announce this let me say i'm going to buy this and man it's just going to be <laughs> freaking crazy they do announce that right now especially in the position they're in and and they're trying to get the whole abk deal not to not to go on and stopping it and I just, I just can't believe it. These guys are really about to announce they're going to buy a new studio. And if the guy is right, I hope he is, though, because really it's going to be a good conversation if that does happen and see how ABK is going to react to it. I mean, not the ABK, CMA, how they're going to react to that deal if it actually goes through. Like if Sony's going to buy a new studio, I would like to see the reaction to that and see how they're going to face it and be like, okay, um, what are we going to do? Because all I know is Twitter's going to blow up that day. It's going to be insane if that actually does get announced. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I, For me personally, I almost, I almost hope that this yeah. is a reality simply because what this does is it should remove all um, concerns for the CMA seeing that Sony – the market leader, which by the way has has extended past two decades, they have been the they have been the console market leader since the PlayStation One release. Think about that just for a second. That's twenty plus years in first place, regardless of what Nintendo or Sega or anyone had did since the PlayStation One. And that that's that's market dominance. That's a brand that you can rely on. That's gonna be that's gonna release. Now, granted, I think that the way that they treat customers. Um, by doing all this extra stuff, you know, ten dollar upgrade fees, uh, cross-play tax, uh, being th- uh, being more expensive for Game Pass, and all these other things, including raising the price fifty dollars in a recession, proves that they are not afraid uh, that the consumer is going to walk away, and that is bully-like tactics. That that is why they are the way they are because they have been in first place for so long. And if they do do something ballsy, like go out and buy uh, a new publisher or, or or even another studio, regardless of the size of the studio, they're still acquiring entities to add to their dominance. And I think that if that does happen, I would imagine that the CMA is going to be pigeon-toed, so to speak. I think everyone will be at this point to be like, well, listen, how could you stop Microsoft? Who's in third place right now? We'll, we'll still be in third place but Sony is buying and everyone is like, okay. I mean, think about this for a second. And no one really talked about this. How quickly did the $3.9 billion acquisition of Bungie go through? Like it almost went through like you were tying the laces of your gym shoes. That's how quick it went. And I understand that three, you know, almost 4 million of billion versus 70 billion is a much, much larger purchase. There's no doubt about it. But the fact of the matter is, is that it's still the number one um, uh, competitor doing pretty much whatever they want, 
unbothered by anybody. And and that is, again, that's the problem. But listen, let's get into one of the other topics. Now, before we do, I have to catch up on some of the Super Chats. has been quite a few of them. I want to thank uh, um, uh, WebDay for throwing all of the uh, them in there. And Jerron TJ, generous friend of the program, dropped several. The first one of $2. He says, good morning, guys. Good morning to you, Jerron TJ. We also have a $20 bomb from Jerron TJ. He says, if I'm Microsoft, if the deal falls through, money had GTA into Game Pass day one for six months, and go out and buy, go out, uh, go buy out the Sony contract for Call of Duty and make it uh, Game Pass day one for six months. They may have uh, to be petty. Yeah, I, the problem with that, drawing TJ, is that this deal is has so much, so much significance for Microsoft as a company that this can't fall through. Right, this this literally can't fall through. Uh, I hear a clicking. If you're gonna be on the on, on the computer, just uh, just mute it if you don't mind. Uh, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Um, but uh, we have another one in from uh, Gamer by Choice. Drops a very generous $5 super chat. And he's also been a member for two years. Thank you so much for that. He says the ABK deal shows how many internet certified lawyers and financial analysts we have. I love the show. And thank you for putting out great content. Well, dude, thank you so much for the compliment. Thank you for the generosity. And last but no, and, and no way least, Jordan TJ drops Oh, we have another one. We have a uh, TJ drops an additional five dollars super chat and says, "I'll be laughing if Nintendo or Tencent buy them." You know, it's interesting because I originally thought that if Sony was up for sale, if they were, if their stock plummeted anymore, and there was there was blood in the water, the sharks are going to come. Here's the problem with Amazon and Apple. Because they already have streaming services, Apple, Apple, Apple has Apple Music, you know, Apple, you know, video, same as Sony. I don't think that they would be allowed to buy them because it would really corner the market. Same thing with Amazon. It would have to be an entity, I hate to say this, like a Tencent or even someone like a Nintendo. I mean, could you imagine if Nintendo actually bought Sony? That would be ridiculous. Uh, I don't think they would, but I'm just saying it would be ridiculous. Um, I don't know who would be up for. I mean, does does Disney try to get them and then sell off, you know, their music and video? I I, I don't know. It, it's all I know is that pet for me being petty. The reason why I hope Sony gets bought out isn't because of the Microsoft or Xbox or Nintendo. It's because if they do, they automatically lose the Spider Man license. Uh, if you don't know, the contract is that if they're purchased, the contract of ownership. That IP goes back to its original owner, which would be Marvel, which is owned by Disney. So, must, so if that ever happened, if Sony ever got sold, they would lose the rights for Spider-Man. It would revert right back to Marvel. And at that point, Disney would have now everyone in Marvel, which would be awesome. Uh, and they wouldn't have to be uh, you know, held down by the Sony contract that I think has a lot to do with why Spider-Man uh, will never be on an Xbox. But again... Uh, that's the story for another day. Jacob Novick drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Hi, uh, uh, he who, uh, who shared that rumor is also also said if there are plans to buy more studios uh, and want to buy five more EU publishers, so Sony's plans are clear. Oh, no, Sony is, um, listen, let's not be coy here. Sony wants to be 
the market leader from now to the end of time. That's a fact, folks. Uh, they do not want to be in second place. They don't, certainly don't want to be in third place. And they don't want to be out of the conversation because at some point, Microsoft is going to be known as the, the publisher for Call of Duty. And they don't want that. Sony does not want that. I understand why they don't want that. But the reality is, is that they have held it long enough. And uh, now, now the sleeping bear is awake. But listen, let, let's get over to one of the other topics. And this one's a good one, folks. Um, thanks to Clobriel, who I think everyone knows. Uh, he put out a tweet the other day that I was so excited for. Because I don't know about you. I know that me personally, I'm very excited for uh, Starfield. Starfield's coming next next year. We don't, we don't especially know when next year is it in the first three months? Is it in the first six months? Are they going to hold it back and potentially, uh, you know, save it for a holiday? I hope not. But let me get to the tweet. I have it in front of me right now. Now, Clobrion, listen, he doesn't like to consider himself as a quote unquote gaming insider, but he always seems to have the information. Now, who is Clobrion? I honestly don't know, but I can tell you that whenever he puts out a tweet, like E.F. Hutton, I listen. And this is what he said the other day regarding Starfield. Um, and these are the new this, these are the newest Starfield Starfield details, and it's very exciting, especially if you are a Bethesda stand like I am for their RPGs. Here's what's coming to the game. Your ship runs on fuel, determines how far you can travel. Apparently, there is 250,000 lines of original dialogue uh by far the most uh uh, depth when it comes to quest in any bethesda game ever made that's really saying that's how massive this game is and they also say he also says this negative character traits uh, that you get through these conversations can be removed by doing quests for these npcs and also and this is a big one because i know that i'm a big fan of it it's the return of the traditional dialogue system. I think this is amazing. Uh, this information comes, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, directly from uh, from Bethesda. And I'm going to start first with Crazy Lou Gaming here. Crazy Lou, this is not only one of the biggest exclusives being released in 2023. It might as well be the biggest Xbox exclusive uh, releasing next year simply because of the ramifications that this is the first new bethesda ip in a decade they're not going on existing uh ip this is the biggest game they've ever created we know for a fact that god howard as he's known in many circles this is his baby this is what he's wanted to do for over a decade next year xbox gamers and of course people that play on pc are getting this game and it's looking to be Bigger and broader than we could have ever expected. What are your thoughts on the new details that come the way of Clobriel on Twitter? Oh man, that game, whew, 250,000 dialogue. That's a lot, a lot of dialogue just to begin with that. And not only that, they also talk about the ship that it can run out on fuel, doesn't it? I think that's what I heard. Yeah, it can run out of fuel and then you're sh- then you're shit out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the question. Re-roll, re- reload that's your like, save, well, I think. So the question is, are we going to get out the ship and push it or something? I don't know. <laughs> 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 
I mean, when, I, when I heard that, I was like, man, that is insane. And the gravitational pull and a bunch of stuff. But not only that, also, if you're not happy with the character, you can actually switch in, 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 in the middle of the game, right? You can switch some stuff about the character. Yeah. What I was like, man, that this guy and everything about that game is just going to be insane. And it's going to be just freaking big planets, all that stuff, man. It's just wow. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear more about it. It's just insane. Every time they walk by or, or say something or comment something by it, it's, it's just it keeps getting better and better. Again, $250,000, that's a lot of dialogue. Wow. It's, it's just it's, This is going to be just an incredible game, really. It's going to be incredible. You, you, you know what's scary about this game, Crazy Lou, is that it's a life stealer. Uh, yeah. You know, like, like, like right now. We're going to get into it before we get into the uh, the, the the what the mobile is going to do for Xbox, and more importantly, what it's going to do for Xbox gamers. Uh, after this topic, I I, I do want to still talk about what we're playing because I think that you know it's a conversation that we don't normally have, and I think that there's so many games that are out right now. Um, like for me, it's all Batman all day long. Like every time I get a spare 15, 20, 30 minutes, I, I jump on, I play. Um, the game is open world. You, you, there is a story to follow. There is a central base that you go to that uh, that moves the story along. You're not required to go to that base after you finish uh, the main mission. You can just run through the city or fly through the city. And that's the other thing. The traversal in Gotham Knights is phenomenal. Because, you know, with Batman and the Arkham series, you could pretty much fly everywhere. Well, they everyone I haven't used because what's great about this is when you go back to the uh, the the bell keep as they call it, uh, you can switch between characters. So if you I started out with Red Hood for most of the game, I'm now using Nightwing. I'm gonna I want to use Batgirl and I want to use Robin because I want to use everybody. Um, you can switch on the fly once you get back there, but you don't have to go back there after you finish a main mission. You can go through the city and you stop crimes and you do all kinds of stuff. And there's there's chests hidden with uh, extra gear because this is very much a very it's an RPG game. But you know what? I'll get back to that in a second. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, this game is a life stealer, Crazy Lou. And I it, it's it's hard to believe that Microsoft might in fact have six first party games releasing, not to mention all of their second and third party exclusives. When the f are you going to have the time to play to any of them when you got Starfield that has that's this freaking big? I mean, I, I, I asked myself that question too, buddy. Because I mean, look, th- look at just this week. This week has been insane. I mean, we got we have um what what dropped by this week? We have Plague's Tale that dropped by mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, which nobody has talked about the Ghostbusters game. Right? Yes, Persona nobody Five has, dropped Persona on Friday. 5, yeah. You have Gotham. You have Modern Warfare. Ridiculous. Oh, man. it's ridiculous! All these games just just drop by. I mean, can you imagine next year is going to be? And not only that, but that game, that game, I don't know how many hours is going to be because I don't know how long the story is going to be. But if you include side missions and everything, it's probably going to be like 150 hours, close to 200 hour story. I think it's it could. big. It I mean, be. I remember playing Skyrim and I put over 100 hours into Skyrim. You know, I put over 100 hours into Fallout Three. Uh, probably a little about half that in Fallout 4. I didn't like Fallout 4 as much as I did 3. And I put uh, as as many hours into 3 as I did into um, uh, Fallout New Vegas. So their, their, their RPGs are big. And if you are a fan of those RPGs, you're going to have a lot to do. And considering that you are flying around the universe, you're not stuck on one planet, I can imagine how big these things... And they're randomly... Uh, made in the world, which is great. 
you're gonna you're gonna have the ability to find things and see, and I think that what's really cool about this and, and I'm gonna go next to Fuzzy Belvedere. Fuzzy, you know, when you look at a game mm-hmm. that is important to Bethesda, it is to Microsoft, it is to Xbox, it is to gamers. One of the things that uh, I find very interesting is that the worlds, the planets that you're going to be going to are procedurally generated. Mm-hmm. And I think why that is important to this conversation is because your experience is going to be dramatically different from mine. And this is one of those games, those water cooler moments where you're hanging around the office and you're like, dude. I just found X weapon on X planet, and I'm going to be like, wait, what? Where the hell was that? I, I didn't find that, but I found this, and and it's going to be comparing notes. What is your excitement learning how big this game actually is? Well, I, I was excited from, from day one, and this just adds to it. Knowing that there's going to be over 250,000 lines of, of dialogue, that, that goes to show, like, for anybody that that's big into Mass Effect and going either uh, Paragon or or you know Rogue or whatever, as far as like the different choices that you can make, as far as your responses and 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 interactions with a lot of the NPCs, I, I think that alone is going to make for some interesting water cooler conversation, as well as the procedural generated planets. I, I know some of the stuff is going to be handcrafted, so like your main bases and things like that, as far as the the main company that I, I forget the name of the it was the constellation that that's going to be the main company that you're kind of employed for or under initially, and then you can eventually become like a space pirate if you want. But just just the fact that they're going to have so many different there's the potential to have so many different outcomes. I, I'm curious to see how different the the story goes for those that go straight pirate or those that are going to try to you know wipe out the pirates or or be basically the space police in the in those regions and see if that affects how the procedurally generated planets are, are populated and what creatures are there what what uh factions or enemy types will be there and and what uh actual loot that you'll be able to you know acquire through those things so yeah it, it's I'm, I can't wait for this game. Um, just, I, 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 not that I'm disappointed it didn't come out this November, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm anxiously waiting for this as well as, you know, Forza Motorsport. But this is probably going to be, uh, I would say, a 150 to 200, you know, playtime hour game at a minimum because i'm not just going to do just the main story quest it's going to be the side missions and i'm going to see how far i can push things as far as like some of the side missions is like oh well oh i don't know if we should report that we found this let's see if we can keep some some of this loot for for my character or for my crew or something along those lines and see if that that changes some of the outcomes but yeah it's that that game just has so much potential and i i can't wait to dive in although it's it's definitely going to take away some some fours of time but uh i I think it'll definitely be well worth it i i can't wait yeah you know what that makes two of us and uh in regards to forza well that's releasing next year as well and what you have going on with that is that's also going to be one of those big games and from what we understand there's actually a campaign involved yeah uh with with forza motorsport uh i don't think it has a number so what it's i guess it's just a, a reboot of the series so to speak Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. It is pretty, like I said, right now I'm having a real difficult time staying focused. And it just so happens that Gotham really grabbed me because I was a big fan of, uh, of the Arkham series. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and even even Arkham Origins uh, by this by this team that no one really cared for. I thought was in some aspects even better than some of Rocksteady's games. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'm really enjoying this. I, I know that there's a the controversy behind 30 frames. I have people yelling at me on, on social media. What a surprise! <laughs> How oh, effing no. dare you, Boom? That you like this game? I need 60 or it's garbage. Well, g- good on you that you're going to miss out on this. What can I tell you? I'm yeah. I'm loving it. Exactly. Um, Games are meant to be enjoyed. Yeah, yeah they are. It's a frame rate. I mean, it, if Fuzzy, if you're that prevent about? you from having fun, <laughs> oh, then so be it. I would say wait for for those that are going to wait. Wait for a patch, but don't wait to provide yourself of enjoying bucks. a game yeah <laughs> i mean especially us old school gamers that come back from the 8-bit era i mean we don't <laughs> mind those hippies you know where your screen <laughs> flickered when you were Back playing uh, side scrolling yeah we yeah. had eight pixel <laughs> characters and we uh, liked it yeah. I mean, and, and mind you, we still have, you know, uh, sh- shout out to Thanos. He says Sonic Frontiers is looking fire. Yeah, listen, yeah. listen, I'll say it live on the air. I've said it. Here I, it have a, I, I have a bet. I have currently a bet with Kayasante, and I'm looking up where his knees are going to go. Right next to my Microsoft stock. It's right there. So I got a little shelf that says Kayasante's knees. Uh, I have called for. <laughs> That uh, Sonic Frontiers is going to sell two times as much as God of War Ragnarok. And that is a fact. That is an absolute fact. You know why? Because Sony guys and gals don't buy the game. They talk about it. They they make pictures of it. They do artwork of it. But they don't buy the game. Um, They wait for it to go into their PlayStation Plus like a lot of us do for Xbox Game Pass. It's going to sell well. The game looks... I'm buying it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to play it, but you'll be lucky if that game sells four million copies. And hey, I'm not boom. being facetious. Boom, Casante yes, in the chat. You he is in the chat. Casante, how are you, brother? You make sure those knees are shaven. I don't like hairy knees. I just want to say that right <laughs> now. Look, those knees, man. He said 30 frames, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Listen, um, uh, D- Dave, let's get your opinion on this. This is. This is great news uh, for anyone that had doubts because, you know, there are a lot of doubting Thomases uh, in the world that had this game as being another buggy, you know, atypical Bethesda game. But I think that they they did the right thing, even though we're all upset, we're all disappointed that it's not here right now to play. It's fine. I'm willing to wait the extra six months because I where we'd have time to play with anyway. Right. Like, where would we actually have time to play? My question to you is hearing all of the information that Bethesda themselves has put out there with Mm -hmm. the characters and the world and the music, how it's being crafted. And now we have all this new information that Clobriel dropped. Where where does does your hype meter level hit with Starfield hitting in 2023? Oh, man, it's right up there with the Kayasantes. Oh, no, it's uh, it's it's up there. Love you, Kayasante. Glad you're in the chat. Wish you were here with us. But uh, I tell you, it is, uh, oh, man, I'm through the roof. I mean, it's, you know, this is going to be a landmark game. You can already feel it. They're, the way they talk about it, man, they are so hyped, and it's just, it's infectious because it's like, oh, dude, I can I can hardly wait. And if this wasn't an exclusive to Xbox, there'd be every single Sony person out there just having cartwheels going oh my god this is going to be the great game going to be so great but since it is 
what it is that it's going to be an exclusive. They're down talking, but you know, that's fine. Let them let them talk because because when it comes down to it, we're going to be enjoying it. And a lot of them, whether they'll admit it or not, will probably do a little game pass here or there on some device just so they can check it out. And then once they see how good it looks, they're going to be um, they're going to be overtaken. They're going to be swept up in Xbox fever. I, I really think that that's going to happen. That's and that's another big thing that Sony is is finally realizing that. That you know, they're the some really good games are going to be coming on the way of the Xbox that they're not going to have, and their platform isn't going to be able to get. And because of that, that's gonna that's Microsoft is really going to start to grow. But man, this I mean, all the stuff that you can do. I mean, it just sounds like it's just going to be endless. I mean, if you look back at some of the other amazing Bethesda games that they've had, you know. And to, to to the hours and hours and hours, and there's a couple of super chats to talk about people how many hours they've put in to some of their games. It's like, oh my gosh, you just can imagine how that this is going to uh, this is going to go. I mean, I I'll probably put a lot of time into it, and that you're able to play it, you know, not only on your console but on your PC, on your tablet on your phone, on your mobile, every, everywhere you want to go with this game, you're going to have access to it. So, like, I'm not at home this weekend. I'm going to be staying at my mom's because she didn't have a caregiver for this weekend. So yeah. I'll take my tablet with me, sit yep. back, and I'll be able to play while, you know, while she watches her soaps or what. You know what I'm saying? So there's going to be so much that you can do with this game in so many places you can play it. And, 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 the, and just the, I mean, it, Tell me, boom. Are you gonna be are you gonna be the 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 cop, the good guy, the like like you yeah, are in real you life? You absolutely know it. I, I actually have a problem yeah. mentally playing the bad guy. Is, I know that sounds you, crazy. Like I, I don't like the... playing the bad guy. Like even in like, you know, obviously I was police officer in real life, so I, it was my duty. I swore in to protect the people, sure, which sure. I love doing. Even in gaming, I yeah. can't be the bad guy. I don't know what it is. I, I'm really bothered by that. What about this option where you can be the undercover guy, you know, where you can do some bad things? Yeah, bad I mean, guy. I wouldn't mind being being involved the, in a police you know, investigation as the bad guy. <laughs> See, there we go. There, there's your way in, boom. Come to the dark side, boom. No, my, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Primus Gaming in the chat says, what if the delay was due to them implementing co-op? That would be. Oh, oh don't even my tease, God. man. Don't even don't, tease don't, us don't, there. Don't that's, tease like that, man. No, that no, would, no. I would be. I'd be like. I'd be every day. I'd be like, okay, boom, let's go. Come on. You know what? You know what I want to do though. Before we move on to the last big topic of the show, right? Mm -hmm. We still have just a little under four hundred people here. First of all, if you are new and you're finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing. We are on the hunt for twelve k. Uh, I don't know if we hit it this year, but we're getting closer. Each and every week, we're almost at 11.4. So we're about 660 away from um, from hitting, um, you know, uh, 12K. It would be awesome to do that by end of year. But uh, listen, yeah, please consider subscribing. Of course, hit the like button while you're here. Guys, I want to I uh, uh, run us through this again because someone actually had made something in here. Uh, Night Neural. Uh, 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 says uh, maybe co-op mod down the line once modders get their hands on Starfield. 
uh, but it didn't work too well in, in the Skyrim mod. Now, here's the thing. One of the things that is incredibly uh, amazing about Bethesda is how they welcome in the mod community. And you could yeah. almost imagine what that mod community, some of the most talented developers that aren't currently working for any of the bigs, get their hands on this. Crazy Lou, what 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 are you expecting that the mods are going to do for Starfield when it releases next year? Uh, you know, you just mentioned modders, man. I just started scratching my head. I was like, oh, my God. I don't know how much crazy stuff is going to go on, on Starfield because, I mean, look at Skyrim. They are still putting things up in Skyrim. That is insane. Uh, can you imagine grabbing Starfield and just putting stuff in it? Oh, oh man, that's going to be freaky. I mean, if it's already big, it's going to get a lot more bigger than what it is. I mean, wow, Skyrim got big because of all the modders and all the stuff they put into that game. And and not only that, also, it grabbed them, Todd Howard's, um, to grab them and work for them, too. They said, hey, come on board, buddy, come work with us. Because some of the ideas they came out were pretty awesome for Skyrim. and made also user-friendly stuff for users to hop on and enjoy more of the game with some stuff. So I can't imagine what they will do on Starfield. I mean, wow, it's going to be insane. Crazy Lou. Let's go yes. for a ride in my modded Millennium Falcon. <laughs> you know that's going to be in there, right? You know that's going to be yeah. in there. Or my, yes. or my yes. Enterprise. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Can you imagine that? Listen, oh. just give me an X-Wing and we're good. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, just give me an X-Wing and we are okay. And that's the thing that's going to be incredible because, mm -hmm. it, you know, Star Wars obviously being the, the you know, probably the closest thing that's going to be represented in Starfield I would imagine that there's going to be armor made of, you can trust like a stormtrooper. Hell, they probably will even have like a Han Solo mod or something like that, which would be freaking awesome. Like I, uh, maybe, I mean, listen, why, why not? Uh, that's the thing that is great about Bethesda is that they have never frowned upon the modern community. They have always welcomed in the mod community. And I think that this is going to be huge fuzzy for you personally. Mm -hmm. How big First of all, Starfield in itself, besides that it's an Xbox exclusive, mm -hmm. and, and we know that Sony tried to get it, they tried to lock up this game as in a permanent exclusive until Microsoft bought the whole farm rather than just buy the cow. And <laughs> now, besides it in, as, an, as, as an Xbox exclusive, besides the fact that it's one of the biggest games coming in 2023, the mod community is going to do amazing things what are your expectations uh definitely lightsabers uh, i i know that's going to probably be within like the first few days on pc oh my God. <laughs> people I are going to figure it. out how to how how to get those implemented into the game like uh web dave was saying the millennium falcon i i think that's going to be probably the number one downloaded uh spaceship mod uh <laughs> yeah um, I, I, I'm looking for something that will be more like the Enterprise because I, I, I kind of want this to be almost like uh, the prequel story to like uh, a Star Trek type of uh, uh, game type of beam thing. Beam me up, Fuzzy. Oh, beam me up. Exactly. So I, I, I totally see a lot of these things being worked on as far as mods. Now, I know that there was also some, uh, you know, either disappointment or 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 some some people that weren't completely satisfied with like the landing and takeoff not being uh completely 
you know, manual and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure that there's going to be mods to, you know, change that. So if you want to, you know, try to be, you know, Buck Rogers or something like that and fly through the clouds into the atmosphere. Yeah. You'll be able to do that as well. Probably with some mods. I'm just waiting to see if somebody can really push the envelope and make something like transformers or something like that, or have like a planet where it's a a robot or a planet eating planet, like Unicron or something like that. So we'll we'll see how that stuff goes, but yeah, the game by itself, I think is going to be, you know, a a tremendous amount of depth as far as things to do, but modders are going to find a way to even extend the life of, of that game. And that's kind of why Skyrim, you know, 25 years later is still going as strong as it is now. So I I can totally see Starfield being in that same realm, you know, 20, 25 years down the road where now they're, they're like, Oh yeah, we, we now have like electric flying cars in real life. And Oh, they're in, they, we had those in the game for like 20 years now. So yeah, I, I can't wait to see what the modern community gets a hold of or, or puts into this game. And, you know, they're going to make all the different planets from, from various, uh, you know, sci-fi movies and things like oh. that. They're, they're, somebody will pick a planet and basically recreate Cybertron or recreate, you know, El, El, uh, Eldor. Uh, I forget. I, the, the I El- got Oh, I'm sorry. I got, go ahead. I got one in my head. I got one in my head. LV426 for the alien movie. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's uh, the, the sky's the limit. And yeah. Somebody definitely needs to create the Death Star in this game, too. So I, I, I like I said, for me personally, uh, I think that the mod community uh, is going to do some amazing things. I, I am going to be yes. downloading now. I shout out to David Jack in, in the chat. He said, uh, and I don't have it in front of me. Something to the effect that uh, for PC players, mods are going to be great. For my, maybe not so much for console. Bethesda would have to approve them. And you're absolutely correct in saying so. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, one thing that we know for a fact about Bethesda is they have a subset of community modders that are approved by Bethesda uh, on all the work that they do. And the way it would work is I would imagine that they would uh, you know, make a Millennium Falcon or make an X-Wing or make an LV-426 uh, and and, uh, and send it over. And, and I would, again, they're, they're dedicated modders that have been working with Bethesda for years uh, are probably have a direct line of communication. So if they did design something, it wouldn't be a, a, a month's progress to get, to get it done. It would be, they would just reach out to their contact through Bethesda and that's how it would get done. So yes, the, the the, the PC mods are much easier uh, to use per se r- versus the console. But again, they, they, they have a subset of console modders that they trust. Uh, and I would imagine that the process would be streamlined specifically because we're leading up to this. And don't be surprised that a lot of these modders uh, that have been working Bethesda for years uh, aren't already working on stuff for the launch of this game. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me in the least. Um, but listen, I do want to move on, folks, to uh, the the big topic of the show, and I, I I think the ramifications of Xbox Game Pass for mobile and uh, uh, Xbox or Microsoft actually giving Google and Apple uh, a challenge in the mobile uh, in the mobile uh, you know aspect of of gaming is good for the, is good for business. It's good for the community. It's good for Xbox gamers because folks. The truth of the matter is, is that we know mobile gaming 
makes bank loads of money. Uh, we know that uh, Candy Crush made uh, in the last quarter more than Call of Duty on console and uh, PC combined. Think about that for a second. The little old game that you just have to do breaking candy made more money, and not by a couple of bucks, almost three to one. Almost three to one. And that's, compl- and, and that's Call of Duty, console, and PC. So think about that for a second. That's why this deal from Microsoft is so much bigger than just you know Call of Duty, right? That Sony has made it about Call of Duty, but it's it's far far more important for uh, Blizzard and uh, King than it is just for Activision. Now, Activision, for me as a fan of some of the studios that they have locked in the salt mines, that's looking at you, K. Asante, of Call of Duty. Uh, it's it's going to be great to finally see um, some of these studios kind of you know, spread their wings. But before we get into that topic, I got to catch up on the Super Chats because, my God, there has been a lot of them. Uh, Sifu Poetic X Initiative drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, I know uh, if uh, if it's a bad idea. I don't know if it's a bad idea, but what if Call of Duty was sold off and Microsoft retains the devs for ABK? Yeah, you know what? I don't think that's going to happen because Call of Duty is important. Uh, it's yep. important for Microsoft. It's important for Game Pass. Um, it's important for the industry. Um, the devs themselves, they, w- listen, it's not going to be Call of Duty every year the way that Activision has been doing it in the past. The way that Call of Duty is going to be made, and I would imagine that it, it's it's going to be every two years. It could be every three years because... These studios are currently working on games, unannounced games. Uh, Treyarch is working on an open-world first-person shooter RPG, right? Infinity Ward is working on an open-world first-person space RPG, right? This This has been confirmed by numerous people within the industry, and I say I welcome it. Um, like I said, I talk about this uh, game uh, constantly. Singularity is a game that deserves a sequel. It's a game that probably a lot of people, almost 400 people we have here in this chat right now, have never played. It's not backwards compatible, which is awful. I wish I wish I, I would play through that game. That's how good it is. Again, um, and these these studios like High Moon and uh, Toys for Bob. I would like to see them do their own things. You know, selfishly, like I've said before, I, I would like to see them go out and make a Banjo-Kazooie. Toys for Bob would be unbelievable to deliver a Banjo-Kazooie. And, I, and I've been waiting patiently for years. I don't know when, if it's going to happen, but when they're owned, I would imagine that that's the first thing on their plate because they have publicly already said that they would love to reinvent the wheel with Banjo-Kazooie. And I say yes. Um, but um, thanks so much for the super chat, brother, and thank you for the comment. A big mad mo, who's been a channel member for seven months, says Sony trying everything in their power to keep this deal from going through. If I'm, I'm with you, Boone, in a in a petty individual, <laughs> he's a petty individual. I'm not petty, but for Sony, the fangs seem to extend a little bit longer because of their. They're bullshit. I'm sorry. I don't like the curse on the show, but Sony is full of it, and you know it, and so do I. Um, he says, uh, love the many shows, Boom. Well, thank you very much for being here, brother, and supporting the channel. 
Uh, and again, uh, yes, I have officially become a full-time streamer Monday through Friday, all new shows, all new panels, and all hot-button topics. All you got to do is subscribe and hit the bell icon so you know every time I go live. Jacob Novick drops an additional $5 super chat and says, Starfield looks awesome. Just to compare the 250,000 plus dialogue, some people are angry that you that they're not uh, voiced, but Fallout 4's was voiced with only 150,000. I mean, listen, folks, you're just gonna have to read. Uh, I mean, that's fine. I, I mean, it's, I, I guess some people are gonna may, maybe the mod community adds voices to these things. I don't know, um, but that would be pretty awesome. Um, Iman Burns, who's been a member for 10 months, thank you so much for that. He says. Um, uh, is all that the time you put into Skyrim? Uh, he put a hundred, uh, uh, okay. Let me make sure I get this right. He put in 1100 hours in, 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 into the PC version alone. Right now he has a hundred, uh, uh, I mean, 1800 plus hours in fallout 76 Holy! See, that's is that that's a Bethesda stand. I I I, I have to get off get off my pedestal because I can't even hold a candle to that. That's that's bonkers. Good for you, brother. You enjoy it that much. In Fallout seventy six, it didn't launch good, but it is something special now. Now again, not so much for me, but there is a community that is quite enjoying it. Um, Sith Lord, who's been a member for six months and drops a very generous five dollar super chat, it says. There is no such thing as a bad game, just a bad price points. Peter Moore, uh, Gotham looks good, but I'll wait for a sale. I have many games to play. And, dude, absolutely, I, I hear you. I mean, listen, I bought the $90 edition. I'm not even going to front. I wanted all the DLC. I wanted all the outfits. I said, I'll spend the extra money. I'm a, I'm a Batman stan. Um, it, it, wait wait for a sale. There's, uh, there's a lot of games to play. I agree. Uh, Drawn TJ drops an additional and very generous $20 super chat and says, everyone says Microsoft needs to space the release dates for first party. I disagree. Just dump them all first party. Uh, never leaves Game Pass. Play when you have the time. No big deal. That's how they get more subscribers. I mean, you're right in the aspect that they don't have to worry about console. I mean, uh, you know, sales anymore, right? But to be strategic, they literally have so many games that they could wait every time. And this is what's going to be funny. As we know, Sony's marketing has taken a nosedive. They're not the same marketing team. They're not, they don't have the same marketing prowess. They're very, very petty, and they're sloppy. That's the one thing I, I could say about Sony. They're very sloppy recently. Well, with that said, in the past, every time Microsoft was going to announce something big, Sony had something in the chamber to defuse it, to take the eyes off of whatever Microsoft was doing, to be the market-dominant uh, leader that they currently are. Microsoft has so many games in development, so many games all potentially ready to go, that they don't have to race to drop everything in the Game Pass. Whenever Sony makes a step, you give them pow pow and you send them on their way. And you, how do you do that? You give them pow pow or the chancleta by throwing a game out there. Oh, we're releasing this game in the Game Pass. Here you go. And everyone and it deflates Sony. And they and they can do that. Will they? That is the question. We also have Drawn TJ drops an additional two dollars of chat and says Halo in Starfield. Yes, give me that Master Chief skin. Yes, please. Uh, and Jacob Novik drops an additional two dollars of chat and says Bethesda. 
do a Star Wars game after the next um, the next two games. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that on tomorrow's um, Xbox Factor podcast because Obsidian, makers of my favorite Fallout, had some things to say about a sequel to, of course, one of the premier Fallout games in Fallout New Vegas. We'll talk about that in a lot of big topics tomorrow, specifically if the Series S is holding back the industry. The answer is no, short answer, but the wrong and the, the long answer is going to come the way of tomorrow's big topic. Uh, but listen, Fuzzy, let's uh, let's start with you first on this. Now, Xbox Game Pass for mobile is something mm-hmm. that I have been calling for for quite some time. Now, whether or not it's going to come true, I honestly couldn't say. Um, but I think that when you look at the deal, when you look at this seventy billion dollar deal, the most least discussed in any forum in any circle, on any interview, has been the King aspect. Yeah. Now, King is the, the, the publisher and, the, and uh, of Candy Crush, one of the biggest mobile games in the entire planet. It makes money. It literally prints money. It, it, it's unbelievable. Well, in a story that I pulled from VideoGamesChronicles.com, written by Tom Ivan, the story headline goes as this. Xbox wants to build a mobile game store to compete with Google and Apple. Microsoft's planned Activision uh, 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 planned um, Activision Blizzard acquisition is partly driven by their mobile ambitions. Now, listen, this is what the story says verbatim. Uh, the company discussed its plans in a regulatory filing last week, published. Uh, 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 by the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, which it's currently scrutinizing the planned merger, as we know. And what's interesting is what they had to say. The transaction will improve Microsoft's ability to create a next-generation game store, which operates across a range of devices, including mobile, as a result of the addition of Activision Blizzard's content. And this was spotted by The Verge. Now, They also go on to say, building on Activision Blizzard's existing communities of gamers, Xbox will seek to scale the Xbox store to mobile, attracting gamers to a new Xbox mobile platform. And it continues, shifting consumers away from Google Play Store and the App Store on mobile devices will, however, require a major shift in consumer behavior Microsoft hopes that they will they, that by offering well-known and popular content, gamers will be more inclined to try something new. Now, listen, we are diehard gamers. The near 400 people that are here right now in the chat, we are diehard gamers. We buy consoles, a console, regardless of how good mobile or cloud is, we're always going to buy the box. Right. But there is a subset, a large subset of the gaming community, part of that three billion gamers that that uh, that Phil Spencer talked about all those years ago that simply play mobile games. Yeah. Do you see fuzzy an Xbox game pass from mobile potentially wreaking its ugly head when this deal is done? Because think about this for a second. If you can attract the, the mobile uh, gamers Meanings the, the the Karens of the world and the people that don't actually play video games, you know, mm-hmm. the, the kids, 
that don't start off on a console, start off on their mom's phone or their dad's iPad, right? That's mm-hmm. where they start playing. If you can figure out a way to make a $4.99 Xbox mobile for Game Pass, you are going to be bringing in millions, potentially billions of dollars per year mm-hmm. just in that community. How important is this next step for Microsoft? Well, I think it's a very important step for them. I mean, not just the the whole king aspect, but the, they already have some pretty big IPs that they can move over into uh, the mobile aspect, which do well already. Like Minecraft is one of those that it already was doing well mobile as far as with the the Java edition on certain phones, as well as the, the ones that the edition that you can get either via iOS or uh, Android. So this would be a, another feather in their cap overall in having it where you have the console space covered, you have the PC space covered. The the one device that most people have that they don't have covered yet would be the you know cell phone or mobile phone. And I know they've tried in the past with you know at least releasing a phone, but if they can create a store that's attractive enough for let's say some Android type devices and have it where much like a Samsung phone has its own store. Maybe they have the Microsoft store or partner up in some uh, sort of way down the road. I think that's that could be the next big step for them. And and the, I guess the biggest thing now is they have some allies that don't necessarily like Apple or Google in, in companies like Epic when it comes to like Fortnite because of that whole battle versus Apple versus Epic. That that went, you know, it didn't go in favor of either one of the parties like Apple kind of came out on top, but they do have to open up their store to some extent. It's just that they don't have to allow Fortnite back. So having Microsoft come with a competing store, hopefully they, you know, make the uh, Surface 2 Duo, I guess, a little bit more, you know, price competitive compared to the iPhone. Um or maybe they they partner up with other you know phone manufacturers or or companies that will be able to create mobile devices like Logitech and then Razer and a few others where they can have that store as like a, a native app and that will be the go-to for those devices and have a lot of the same you know games and 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 whatnot that you will find on iOS or that you'll find on Android because Apple isn't really making their own games. Sure, they have some, you know, exclusives as far as in the Apple Arcade. But for the big part of things, I would say Microsoft stands a better chance of being able to attract a lot of these uh, companies that that Apple hasn't locked into Apple Arcade or, you know, Google Play and stuff like that. So it, it's... It's definitely worth them diving into this. And since they have already said that they want to have something to kind of compete with, you know, the Google Play Store and iOS, I, I, <laughs> I'm curious to see how it how it lands as far as on if, if it means that they're getting back into the cell phone business or if it winds up just being a partnership with like Samsung and a few other manufacturers. It, you know, you get that as a standard store on top of, you know, the Android, you know, uh, B- uh, built-in store or the Google Play Store and stuff. So we'll see. It it's definitely makes for an interesting thing and considering a lot of titles that they currently have can go mobile as well. I mean, yeah, that it's the next pr- uh, best step for them to do and and definitely definitely a, a big uh, or, or very important step for them to make to get to those, you know, 3 billion plus gamers and stuff. 
Was yeah, it? no, I absolutely agree. I, I think that when you look at the mobile market as we as we as it currently is, it's dominated by Apple's, dominated by Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone yeah. that has attempted to come into the space gets decimated. Uh, we know that they have a lot of closed uh, closed ways of doing business, and it's an old way of doing business for mobile. Uh, it's it's a business that makes a lot of money. Uh, Microsoft is going to come in potentially after this deal and shake up the industry. Uh, they're going to be a new player. They're going to have uh, they're going to have Candy Crush. They're going to have King. King is King is one of the biggest mobile um, uh, publishers in gaming. Uh, they're not the biggest. They're 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 shoulder and shoulder with a few. Um, but when you look at what Microsoft what, what was recently announced by even Activision, which they don't own yet. A Warzone Mobile, I believe, is coming, uh, and when that when that that releases, uh, I, I know Call of Duty. I, I, I did, there's a, a mobile Call of Duty that's being developed. I'm not sure if it's Warzone or something else, but there is a Call of Duty Mobile coming outside of what they already have. I'm pretty sure that it is Warzone. That's gonna make a ridiculous amount of money. I, I mean, I personally wouldn't play Call of Duty mobile, to be honest with you. That's not for me, but I'm not the target audience here, folks. Um, and when you look at, again, you know, if you, if you, if you, if you ever talk with um, Infinite Umber, who, who's obviously on the Xbox Fact podcast, he'll be there tomorrow. Uh, he says he's greedy. He always says that he's a, he's a greedy gamer. Like he wants Microsoft to continue to buy things to continue to add content to Xbox Game Pass. He, he wants it all. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame him. Uh, you know, Microsoft is in a position where their, uh, their cost versus how much they're making uh, in regards to Xbox Game Pass. I mean, last, last year they made $2.9 billion. Now, I can't specifically say whether or not that is um, profit or that's just uh, an abundance of money that they made. But when you consider that Game Pass brought in $2.9 billion with a B, and then you talk about adding mobile to this conversation, folks, it is going to be, money is going to be pouring in. And when that kind of money, Web Dave, is coming in, that, that opens up the door for more acquisitions. That opens up the door for more third-party deals, or more importantly, getting second party deals directly into game pass. Cause at that point, Microsoft will have the money to invest. We'll be able to drop X amount of dollars on a game that normally would have gone to Sony cause they money had it, everything. And that's the other thing I think is going to change. I think that once this deal is done and you start to see the market kind of shift a little bit. It's not going to be overnight. Microsoft isn't going to go to number one immediately. They're going to have to do some things, some some proper industry moves to move Sony out of first place. Sony's in first place. I mean, they're I I don't know if it's number seven or number uh or number eight. Sony, PlayStation, Sony, not Sony proper. PlayStation is the seventh most recognized brand in the world. You know where Microsoft Xbox is? I think at 20-something, or maybe even further down the line. So they're going to have to do some things to get to get Sony, uh, specifically PlayStation, out of first place. This is a good start. And when that happens, Web Dave, places like the, the, the money they're going to be making from mobile 
is going to allow for other investment into Xbox Game Pass. What 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 for you personally, being a money guy, what is your personal breakdown on the importance of mobile for Xbox? Well, uh, being a banker <laughs> does have its advantages, but uh, but no, um, I mean, Candy Crush alone it increased from last year of 1.19 billion to or well for, uh, uh, to um 2021 it increased uh up to uh 1.21 billion and that was just from 2019 to 2020 and it continues to grow every year so it's getting even bigger it hasn't gone down in revenue since you know since it's come out so i mean you're talking over a billion just in Candy Crush alone in revenue is amazing. And that is going to be, you know, Microsoft's. <laughs> and it's going to be one of their, you know, flagship, like you would in, in the mobile market. It's kind of like the flagship game, kind of like COD is the flagship for consoles, you know, so or, or PC. So it's just, um, I mean, they're going to be so many things that they can do with this revenue stream. They, you know, to get to the three billion that uh, Phil wants to get to, they're going to have to open up even more than what they do from being from console to PC. And mobile is the best way to get more people to reach a bigger gaming base. Now, there are still people out there that, you know, don't think mobile gaming. You know, it's not your bag. It's not your bag. But that doesn't mean it's not important. That doesn't mean it's not a moneymaker. And that doesn't mean that they're not, you know, gamers just like you and me. Yeah, even if they don't, you know, aren't as hardcore. So to for them to 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 do this to to get the this app going, it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. I mean, it's the the app like you called it. It really makes sense that this would uh, this would be the way they do it. Um, and for them to, um, you know, to not, if, if they, if they didn't, they would be leaving money on the table, you know, and if they want to get to the, you know, I mean, everybody's like, you know, the market leader is Sony, but Microsoft can be the market leader if they continue to go in the direction they're going in. And there's nothing wrong with Microsoft being <laughs> the market leader. I mean, obviously, Sony wouldn't like it, but that's what competition is for, you know. And there's you know, a lot of fanboys, it's this, it's that. You know, I'm sorry. You know, right now, today, Sony's the leader, period. Yes, that, that is today. That's there absolutely is, correct, is, yeah. Not, you know, so so all this stuff about, you know, block this, block that, you know, the deal's going to get done. It's going to happen, and, and COD's going to stay in there. They're not going to spin off COD. All the all these all these things about well, let's do this and let's do that, none of that's going to happen. By this time next year, we're going to be they're going to be we're going to be talking about the next acquisition because they're going to be on to the next one. By this time, it's just it's going to happen. I, I I just I feel that the mobile market is definitely the place for them to grow, and if you have the ability to to add that to, you know, your arsenal. In in ultimate, especially in Game Pass Ultimate, I mean, you know, right now you can PC console, 
stream mobile if you if you have the you know, the mobile market you know that would be kind of cool to be able to play like you know maybe you can they can get it to where you can play candy crush on your console or candy crush mrs boom would actually really like that because she's yeah. yeah and you and that, that just came in for you so that's yeah, awesome. exactly so if you could play it on that or on your steam deck then why not you know i mean and like you you, you said it right there mrs boomstick She's a gamer. I mean, she may not be as big of a gamer as you are, but she is a gamer. And that is the kind of demographics that Microsoft wants to go after, needs to go after to grow the base. And then once the once the they get to a certain critical mass in the, you know, whether it be console sales or Game Pass itself to where they are maybe second place on the way up to first. But as the, as they start to grow and get there, you know, then you're going to see more and more people, you know, or for generations, it's been, you know, well, Sony this, Sony that, you know, you know, for a while, <laughs> it used to be Nintendo and Sega. Remember those days? I do. <laughs> and that was all we talked about. And then a little company got upset because Nintendo decided to go a different direction from 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 what they worked on with the CD-ROM to go into a different direction to continue to using their cartridge-based system, and Sony's like, we've got all this technique, all this technology we've been working on. Let's get into the market ourselves, and the rest is history, you know. So that's how they, you know, they got in there and they got this big, you know. But you know, ten years from now, twenty years from now, you know, Sony will definitely be an important part and i think they're going to continue to be i don't think they're going anywhere at some point they could you know be bought up by another company that is definitely a possibility but for right now for this day today they are the number one market leader and for them to uh i, I say for microsoft to continue to grow the the mobile market has to be there and i think that the mobile market is is the smart move a mobile app is a smart move because it can start tying all these other things together. You know, if you have it on your phone, somebody that plays a lot of games and they're like, Ooh, you know, I can get this mobile and I get all these, all these games and all these tie-ins and all these things on my mobile lab on my phone now. And then you're going to slowly introduce them into the ecosystem. You know, and then you may have some more cross stuff. Like you said, call of duty mobile. Well, now that's in there. Oh, that's call of duty games. A lot of fun. I see my husband playing that. Now I'm playing it, but, you know, I mean, I'm just saying there's it's it's this very smart move and it's going to continue to grow the industry. And we haven't seen anything yet. I really feel that this is going to be um, this is just the beginning in the next in the next, I don't know, five, ten years. I, I just don't think we've seen anything yet as far as the way gaming is going to continue to grow as an industry and as a standard for entertainment. So there you go. I no, remember I mean, long enough. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I, we, we appreciate the insight uh, for sure. Uh, just out of curiosity, if you guys, uh, you folks want to know exactly how much Candy Crush made last quarter, it was reported uh, in August, uh, August 3rd of 2022. Uh, they made for the quarter, which is 90 days and three months, uh, $684 million. <laughs> Nearly $700 million on a mobile game that has you breaking candy 
just think about that for a second. So that's why this deal is incredibly important. But I want to read, before I get to Crazy Lou, I want to read what uh, Phil Spencer had to say regarding mobile during a Bloomberg interview. Uh, and this is what he said specifically. I'm talking about Phil Spencer. When we're thinking about what we are capable of doing today and where we uh, where we need to go, the biggest gaming platform on the planet is mobile phones. One and a half billion people play on mobile phones. And I guess regretfully, as Microsoft, it's not a place where we have a native platform. As gaming coming from console and PC, we don't have a lot of creative capability that has built hit mobile games. One thing about the video game space is if you've been around maybe uh, too long, you know most of the creators out there. So you kind of know the teams that could be a good fit in terms of what we're trying to do. But we really started the discussions internally, at least on Activision Blizzard, around the capability they had on mobile and then PC with Blizzard. Those were two things that we're really dri- that has been really driving our interest in the acquisition. When you hear Phil Spencer, head of Microsoft Gaming now, since this announcement of ABK, it, it, it appears that they are looking well beyond the box, which is something that Sony currently really isn't. And this is the advantage. This is one of the moves that gets them into first place. What are your thoughts on the importance of mobile? From Microsoft moving forward there, Crazy Lou. Man, this subject is really interesting. I mean, I sat down and read about this. Like, this is really, really cool. Because, I mean, of course the deal has to go through. And I just can't wait till it happens. Because, man, what this deal going through is what, what Dave mentioned earlier. He said, hey, you can play it anywhere. Anywhere you like to play your games. You can actually grab them and say, hey, let me play it on my mobile. Let me play it on my, um, on my tablet. Let me play it on my, um, on my Logitech um, thing. So, yeah, you can play it anywhere. And this is something really important that Microsoft is actually doing this. And this is going to happen. It has to happen because, really, it's going to be a lot more easier. For example, if you're going to play um, Starfield, right, and you're, like, in this mission and you got to go out, you're like, oh, let me just put it on myself and let me just continue the mission right here and just save right there and head back home, plug into your console again, and you'll be right at the spot where you want to be. So that's why this whole mobile thing is really important. And... This idea that Microsoft is getting into and to expand its cloud and to just to get it everywhere and anywhere, just like Netflix is and all that stuff, is really interesting. It's really going to sum up a lot of money. And it's also going to be in competition against Google and against Apple. I mean, look, look at let, I'm going to give you an example, right? You know, Apple has been having issues with Epic before, right? And this is also going to open yes. more opportunities you know, for other companies just to jump in there, like, okay, for example, Epic, you know, they can negotiate with Microsoft and they have a good negotiation. Then Apple might come back and say, hey, Epic, you know, why don't you guys come back? Let's, let's sit down and work things through. And it's going to be, they're going to have more business, you know, um, places to go to instead of just going to two. So that's why competition is always good. It's always excellent because it opens more doors to more com- for for companies like Epic and and. Others that want to go mobile can knock into and, and you know, and make their games go anywhere. And so it's actually a good thing that this is going to happen. It's really interesting that, that Microsoft is actually pushing this and keeps on pushing this because we really need this right now in this world of gaming. Not only that, like I said, stuck we're stuck in um, 
and just consoles, right? That's not a good thing. I mean, look at, like I said, Netflix. Netflix is everywhere. Why not make an app just for us to grab it anywhere we want to? And also, I also have this, like, this idea got into my head when we mentioned about the mobile thing. Do you guys think think that Microsoft might bring back its mobile phone thing, its Windows phone? Like a lot of people to. in the chat are talking about that. See, if you talk yeah. to Jess Corden and several Windows, uh, the, the the their the Windows phone is supposedly at well ahead of its time. Uh, yeah. It just it just came out in the market that was dominated by Apple by Android. Uh, it's interesting that that's an interesting theory. If, if they if this deal goes through, and I think ultimately it will, and they do get this mobile yeah. store off the mm -hmm. ground, uh, crazy Lou, you you might be onto something. You might see the return of the windows phone and there are a lot of people in this chat right now that absolutely loved their windows phone like i said jez corden literally talks about it all the time yeah and can you imagine that because people have been asking why doesn't microsoft make a handheld right this could be microsoft's handheld this this windows phone could be its handheld that people are asking for can you guys it, imagine that it, yeah, I put it to this way: if that does come to fruition, that is that's going to be something special. Uh, again, this deal, even though it has been painted by uh, by Sony uh, proper, as, of course, I'm talking about SIE uh, as being the deal that's only involving Call of Duty. It, it it is much more than just Call of Duty for an absolute fact, um, and uh, the mobile aspect of it is going to be a monster money maker for uh for microsoft and i cannot wait to see what they do but ladies and gentlemen i want to get catch up on a few super chats that have come in and then we're going to get everyone out of here we'll do outros uh and then before we do during the outros we get what you're playing right now um but uh trey bone 408 a very generous five dollars super chat and he's an og like me because he says something that makes me smile rare needs to reboot wizards and warriors asap mm -hmm. does anyone remember that game that game was hard as balls for the nes but i absolutely loved it um and he also says can you imagine if uh galactus or a boar cube coming at you in space and starfield lol the mods will be crazy yeah i i, <laughs> I can actually see that and that would be kind of dope uh, gamer by choice who's been a channel member for two years drops an additional five dollar super chat and says twitter says microsoft is a monopoly and the abk deal is illegal and it'll get blocked if twitter says uh, says it then it must be true right <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off yeah, yeah it's far from a monopoly when you consider uh what they currently have and and it's it's just not it's not when you the monopoly conversation could come into play in many markets that Sony has 80% of the market space and no one has ever said anything. In the UK, they crush Microsoft. So the fact that the, the CMA and the EU have considered it to be Sony the underdog is just it's, it's laughable at best. But uh, let's go to WebDave. WebDave, you put out a new interview today with PTK Blam. Tell everyone where they can check that out and more importantly, what what has your attention? What are you playing right now? Oh, uh, well, um, Scorn is pretty much is the the Xbox game that I'm playing right now. Okay. Um, actually been playing some more PSO. Mm, okay. I can't help it, man. I really like that whole game. I know. Fantasy Star Online, 20-year-old game. Yada, yada, yada. I know. I'm an old guy. But it's fun, and my son plays with me, so 
you know, you can't you can't beat that. It's a it's a good time. But you know, newer stuff. There's a lot of good stuff out that I want to play. Uh, I'm on actually vacation this week, so nice. there's um, nice. I've got a couple of days set aside to do nothing but just sit and veg in front of a game system all day after I get finished with the Halloween decorations. But yeah, you um, uh, man, we've got uh, a great interview that uh, that came up today. PTK Blam is awesome. Uh, I've got 40 interviews now in the can, so uh, it's it's awesome. Got uh, set up for some other interviews. Going to be um, doing hopefully next week. We'll have three um, bit. Uh, which will be a good one, nice. and uh, and I've got a few others that I'm working on to try and get those uh, set up. But um, but yeah, man, lots of great. Uh, everybody on the panel has been interviewed. And uh, one thing, the only thing I, I want to ask is that uh, if you do get a chance to listen, do get a chance to check them out, uh, do me a huge favor and hit that subscribe button. I'm trying to get up to a thousand subscribers, um, I've reached the 500 point, so I'm halfway there. And uh, and if you can. Do it, bro. A favor, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, all, no, of this inf- all of Dave's information is right there for you. All you got to do is double click it and hit subscribe. Super easy, super convenient. Uh, and let's, uh, again, uh, the whole point of this community is helping one another. And I'd love to see him at uh, 1K right along with the Gaming Circle podcast led <laughs> by Kay Asante, as well, of course, as Living Split Screen with Steel Rain and Pong Soul. We'd love to see them hit 1,000 as well. And all you got to do, folks, is uh, go into the show when it goes up on Video On Demand. Go to the guests and panel members list. Simply click it. That link that brings you directly to their uh, their page. And all you got to do is hit the subscribe button. Super, super easy. And we do appreciate the, uh, the community support for we, we do. sure. We, and we do appreciate all the, the people in the channel and the, in the chat. Um, but, um, Donalus, uh, Dauntless Dragon X, um, you're gone, dude. Sorry. Had enough of your crap. He has been absolutely a terror today. No, so, no. And, in, um, in the future, anyone that's a mod that sees that kind of shenanigans, we, we love opinions and we love countering yeah. opinions. If, if you are a Sony guy or gal and you have a counter, a counter opinion that isn't toxic, we will talk about it. I've done that many times. Yep. What we will not stand for is uh, b- b- BS uh, nonsense. And I'm glad that you did that, Dave. So thank you so much for no worries. getting rid of uh, uh, you know a troublesome uh, person. Taking out the trash, boom. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Absolutely take out the trash. Fuzzy Belvedere. <laughs> <laughs> what you got going on? What are you playing right now? What has your interest? And more importantly, where can people subscribe to your incredible YouTube channel? And more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Well, as far as the games I'm playing, I, I kind of have gaming ADHD to some extent. I'll, I'll bounce around. Like a from, lot of us do. <laughs> I'll bounce around from Gran Turismo 7, do a few uh, you know 15-minute endurance races, then hop back on my Xbox, play some uh, Forza Horizon 5, which I still have to finish uh, this this season's, this week's season. Uh, 100% last week's season, about nice. 70% through this week's season. Um you know, took a little bit of a break from it for a while, and I have about 30 or 40 cars I have to catch up to have all the cars. So, um, but after that, I have uh, Modern Warfare 2 since I pre ordered it, started it. I'm only about, I want to say, three or four hours in and loving it so far. It's just a matter of because I'm bouncing around from game to game. That's the only reason why I haven't finished it. And then my, my tried and true favorite that I, probably sink too much time into is uh the division two um they have the clothing or the apparel uh special this week i'm i think about two or three watch levels away from 
getting the last apparel piece for this week's deal. I already got the other 26 pieces. So been, uh, you know, doing a lot of that playing, actually, uh, you know, doing co-op with PTK blam a lot on that one. And, um, man, there's, I know there's a bunch of other stuff I've been playing. I still play grand theft auto five on, on my PC because of the mods and stuff like that. But man, it, it's just so many games. I already got down, uh, downloaded scorn. I have to hop into that here soon. And then when it comes to Gotham Knights, I'm I'm waiting on a sale, so I'm figuring between now and Black Friday or Cyber Monday, I'm, I'm yeah, it'll be thirty bucks pick- over the yeah. holiday for sure. Before the holiday for sure, there's no doubt about it. It'll be thirty bucks. Listen, for, let, let let me just say this: while we have still three hundred people here, if you are if you are a fan of Arkham, you need to play this game now. Is it a seventy dollar? Is an is it a ninety dollar investment like I did? Is it a sixty dollar investment? I I, I can't I can't speak for you. I can say that if you like uh, Batman, if you like open world Batman games, if you like Arkham games, this is right for you. I'm loving it. I, I I'm enjoying it so much that I have put everything aside because all I want to do is play this game. Go check it out. Uh, you know, obviously you see the video. This is 30 frames, folks. This is it's in 1080p for the for the show. I think it runs perfectly fine. I know there's a lot of people that have been fighting with me on Twitter about, oh, how dare you say not 60, it's, it, that it should be, and it's, it, you know we're next generation. I, all that is fine and good. But if you are, this this game is telling a story. It has great mechanics. As you can see, I'm, I'm flying around Gotham, and I don't have a cape. The, the the traversal is just perfect, in my opinion. But give give it a shot if, if you're interested. Or like Fuzzy, wait for a sale, because it's no doubt going to be 30 bucks. Uh, uh, come Black Friday for sure, and then pick it up. Uh, again, I wish it would have been in Game Pass; that'd have been great. But yeah. I still would have bought the 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 still big edition because I want all the DLC and all the 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 out costumes and stuff. Because well, I'm a stand for Batman and the Bat Family, and specifically this story. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, what else you go? What, what else you got going on there, Fuzzy? Where can people find you in other shows? Oh, uh, you can for for any of my endless rambles on anything gaming related, specifically more so racing game related. Just follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore belvedere. Uh, same thing on YouTube, fuzzy underscore belvedere. Uh, you can also find me later on tonight on FSP on uh, Fun Speculations channel at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and then back here on Double Barrel Gaming on Breakfast with Boom at 10 a.m. Friday morning, Eastern Standard Time. Later that evening, Xbox Ultimate at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fun Speculations channel. And then on Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can find me on the Shop Podcast. And then right he back here on Monday. He actually is running the gambit, ladies and gentlemen. He actually does <laughs> more podcasts than Bob Soul. Yep. And, and, and that, is, that, is, that is saying something. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Jack Steele in the chat. He says, I'm getting, yeah, listen, dude, it's, it's not, I'm really enjoying it, man. Like I'm just having so much fun with this. It's crazy. Um, it's crazy. Lou sell your, 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 your brand brother, your brothers from Xbox international in the chat. Welcome uh, chaps. Hopefully you are having a good day. Talk about the Xbox international podcast. Talk about where they could reach out to you on social media and what has your attention. Oh man, what have I been playing? Boom! I've been just like fuzzy, been jumping everywhere. I started, I started Cyberpunk. I've been doing a lot of stuff in Cyberpunk, having a lot of fun with it. And then Scorn came out. I was like, ah, oh, let me jump into Scorn. Oh man, Scorn, the puzzle game is just insane. It's just the detail, the graphics is just beautiful. Oh man, Scorn is just oh beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And then went back to you know to play a little bit more of um 
of Cyberpunk. But then all of a sudden, man, this Call of Duty just came out. I was like, whoa. I jumped into that campaign. I was like, man, look at this. The detail, everything about Call of Duty is just amazing. Wow. And after that, you know, Gotham Knights came. I was like, hey, let me try this. So, yeah. I tried Gotham Knights. I'm, I think I'm in my second or third mission. I think it is third mission. Yeah, third mission. I started with um Red Hood, and I'm gonna head back in there and I'm gonna switch to Nightwing and check him out because it, it, people tell me that he he seems like to fight like the Robert Patterson's Batman. So I was like, yes, hmm, he, 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 his his fighting mechanics are, are, are awesome. I have to. I, yeah. I want. I heard Batgirl is just as good. She's next. I'm gonna use her and then Robin. That's that's right. Yeah, you know, like I said, I, I go I go in. To, to the main uh, hub, I, mm-hmm. I play as one character to try and level him up. And apparently, I saw this on Twitter. Um, there is this magic that Red Hood gets where he's stepping on these green platforms throughout the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm assuming that, that that came from the Lazarus pit. And I saw someone doing it. I'm like, holy shit, I didn't level up my character. I got to go back to Red Hood, but I'm enjoying Nightwing. It's it's so freaking good. That's all I can say. Oh, man. Oh, man. And where can you guys find me? Super easy. You can find me at Twitter at Crazy Louis Gaming, where I say good morning and do all sorts of crazy stuff. And y'all can always find me here at 12 p.m. at the Xbox Lunch Break special here with you guys. And last but not least, you can also find me Wednesdays at 7 p.m. ET in Xbox International Podcast with my brother Simon Sefer and Soundload talking about what's going on around the gaming news. Yes. Well, listen, thank you so much for being a part of this show. Yeah. A big shout out to the near 400 people that were here today. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did share this on social media, consider subscribing. And of course, before we get on out of here, hit that like button. And of course, I'm still waiting for the uh, new intro and outro. Uh, 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 Danero Panero is working on it as we speak. Hopefully by next week, we will have the new intro or outro. But I do want to say a big thank you to the, again, almost 400 people that were here. Uh, thank you for supporting this new show. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my, my dad taught me with kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others. How you want to be treated and also doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special.